going into my basketball. Every time I rock, man, this is how we rap around. Peace to my man. Now we got the camera out. Every time I spit it, cross over the Alright, hello everyone, this is Josh, also known as Yashu, and you're tuning into episode 27 of the Tila White Talks uh, podcast. Today is something like very different and all that, like as opposed to like my other podcasts and all that. Today I'm actually interviewing a lot of well-known artists from this dope uh, record label called NLMG, New Legends uh, Music Group, and uh, we have some, uh, some of them here today right now. So, state your name, guys. Word, word. My name's Connoisseur Ghost. It's actually more of a collective, not really a label, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those. My name is Lowry, WW Lowry, you know. Yeah, my name's True, that's 7 R U E. True, true. Right. So, uh, let's uh, get it started. So, uh, which ends uh, did you grow up and what was it like for you uh, growing up like in the Toronto music scene or like the GTA music scene uh, back then and were there any like influences like around you in that sense? In that sense? Uh, actually, I came I grew up in Brampton, so a lot of my time was just, there's not really influence in music around everywhere except for like my family and stuff like that. So that's where I picked up on the music. Just oh. listening to my family, listening to it, my dad listened to it, my mom listened to it. It was just everywhere around me. That was my influence. True. How about you guys? I mean, growing up in Brampton, there was definitely a lot of influence around the music scene. Um, I grew up knowing like people like uh, Genghis Khan, you know what I'm saying? And Genghis and Greasy. Stuff like that, right? I didn't really get more into Toronto music until later on when I grew up and I actually got into the music scene myself and that's when I started having more of an understanding of like who was within the industry and stuff like that. But yeah, Genghis Khan was the only Toronto rapper I knew about growing up and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. I mean, for me, I grew up in Toronto, so I kind of moved around a lot, but like Growing up around where I like lived, it was like Roni was always doing his take from when I was like young and shit. Uh, like Roni to like Puffy L's and that man's, you know what I'm saying? Like all of them you really see and doing their thing. So it's it's hard not to be influenced and be motivated by that, you know what I mean? Even man's where it's like how the, all the politics that like, get stuck in Toronto when you see what I'm saying. You see a man from Toronto do his thing, like it's crazy that you're like really someone from our city is still doing something for himself. Yeah, most definitely. And, um, you know, for everyone else uh, on here, um, so how did you guys uh, get into music and what's like your musical uh, background and history like? Uh, for me, I kind of was forced into music a little bit by my parents because, uh, you know, growing up, they kind of wanted to keep me off the streets and stuff like that. So I got into like things like musical, uh, like piano lessons, uh, musical theater and that sort of stuff. So that's kind of where my musical background stems from. And then coming into actually rapping and stuff like that, that was more so after trying to help another friend out in his career and do a little one-two and build a studio so that he was able to do something. And then I kind of springboarded off of that and made my way into the music industry, right? Oh, true. Yeah. Uh, for me, I grew up just listening to a lot of music. So, like, it started off with just, like, always listening to bear music on the back of the school bus, all that stuff. And then from there, I just started really just writing my own shit from, like, I don't know, like, middle school time. So my dad started messing around a little bit with it. And I just kept going, kept going. Started recording like 2018, stopped some, took some breaks and then shit. And then last like year and a half, it was just started going like full pedal. What's up, man? I got into it like literally the same way he did. I just got into a lot of like extracurricular things at school, like dancing. I was dancing, I was singing in the choir, like doing weird things. And then also just listening to music. I was just. You know what I'm saying? Just listen to music there. And that's where the inspiration would come from, to, like, hop in the mic and do it. And I started rapping, like, COVID times because, like, 
there was really nothing to do for anybody. I was just sitting inside and mm. I just started writing in my phone, heard the beat, and then it's just from there. That's just what I've been doing. Oh, most definitely. And uh, what made you decide on like taking your music to like the next level, like on you know actually taking it as like a career in that sense? Uh, I guess seeing like seeing like the support from other people. I was just like, you know what? I might as well keep doing this, and the support's been crazy since then. So for me. I actually got into music just prior to COVID. So it was a couple months before COVID. So like, I believe I dropped my album this or my first song like this summer prior to COVID. And then um, I actually had a situation happen at my studio where like some people came in, tried to rob the situation, whatever, whatever. Um, and we ended up having to shut down. So I wasn't really even sure that I was going to continue making music at that point. So I kind of did a song dump and I released all my music. Um, and one of my songs got a decent amount of traction, and that kind of pushed me to continue, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, for me, so I just kind of always wanted to do it, like, since I really loved music so much and stuff, I always kind of had the idea that I would, like, do something about it, do something with music, and I always, you know what I'm saying, like, I never really felt like the 9 to 5 was my shit, I feel like a lot of people say that, but, like, yeah, the music, I always, always knew I had a little knack for it and shit, so I just kind of kept... Pushing that, it pushing that, it. Nah, yeah, I always knew that was what I wanted. Still, yeah, no, nah, most definitely. Nah, it's uh, very interesting to see with like how you guys like took it like in that sense too. And I don't know if you have like any like influences in terms of your sound and all that, like or like other for genres sure, that you tapped in sure. with. For sure, uh, influences. Nipsey Hussle, huge influence. Um, Wiz Khalifa, Snoop, <laughs> mm-hmm. obviously Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? All the greats. You know what I mean? Tupac, Biggie. 50. 50. The big one for me was Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson for sure. Michael Jackson yeah, Michael Jackson sure. always held it down. That was like, including business mind and like business sense, Michael Jackson had it. To walk away from Sony with like half their recording, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. a, you know, that's a feat. A clever guy. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah. You got to learn from Michael. Yeah, for sure. I'd say more modern day inspiration for me is like Polo G, Juice World. A lot of maybe even Justin Bieber. I, I watched him a lot growing up and shit. He's inspired. Yeah, he inspired me to do a lot of like pop songs and different types of songs rather than just rap. Like use my voice to sing and use it in different ways. Yeah, most definitely. And you know, like just like in your music career so right now, like who do you guys uh, like want to work with someday and all that? Like in terms of like collaborations and such. Shit, still fifty. <laughs> mean, still fifty. I'd love baby. to work with fifty. Um. In terms of, like, collaborations and stuff, I'd definitely like to work with, like, people like Kid Leroy, um, Lil Mozzie. Yeah, you got him right there. Bro. Um, Kid Leroy, <laughs> Kid Leroy we, got, we got Kid Leroy right here still. <laughs> um, yeah, Lil Mozzie. Um, there's a few people I'd like to work with. Chris Brown. I'd love to work with Chris Brown. That'd be lit. Yo, Bruno saying? Mars would be crazy. Yes. A lot. Yeah. Bruno Mars is a legend. Stormzy would be lit. That would be a lit feature or, like, you know, to get on a project with him. And, you know, I want to get into the whole, like, NLMG thing uh, right now. So you are, like, the co-founder and all that, right? That's right. Yeah, right. So so how was, like, tell me more about the backstory of, like, how the label, like, was, like, found in that sense, too. Pretty much, like, we uh, met through, like, a performance opportunity. (laughs) We all kind of just, like, met through there through the first one-two show. It was a lot of our, like, first performance. You know what I'm saying? We had that in common. And then we, uh, we got, like, a little group chat started. I invited some of the men out to come link up for my birthday and stuff. Um, I talked to that person that was doing those performances so we could organize a thing to drop a song. 
I dropped a song, invited the man them out. We could like, you know what I'm saying, turn up for my birthday, whatever. We kept that group chat going and then we just kind of started talking about some real serious shit, not just sitting there balling up anymore. We started talking about, yo, but like, what moves are we making? Why can't we do some stuff ourselves? And then we started yeah. doing that and then, yo, honestly, like, it's been a, I would say a blur, but like, I could, yeah, it's been a lot of stuff <laughs> since then. Crazy. It's pretty much just been running since then. since like, mm, shit, yeah, May time. Show after like, show after show, for real. Yeah. Essentially, what we did was we created a support system that, that we needed, you know what I'm saying? That a lot of artists don't really have, and we became each other's support system. You know what I'm saying? So like having a having a similar goal and a similar focus was definitely something that was very strong in bringing us together and mm-hmm. having us do what we're doing right now, right? Because you can't just have a bunch of people together working and they don't have a strong drive or passion for what it is that's going on, right? So yeah, that's where that came from, and then. Uh, yeah, we just decided that we were gonna take make off some moves, some man. Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do some things. You're like, yo, so let's get some. We, we said what it was like a hundred shows. We gave ourselves like a thing. We're gonna do a hundred shows by like September time, whatever. Pretty sure we did it too. We smashed that. I think we that smashed comp. it. Yeah, <laughs> we, 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 we knocked that out of the weeks. park. Even yeah, man. right down to putting on our own shows and even trying to put on for the city and make it happen for other people, right? So like, we had a lot of artists that came through and. They did our their first performance with us, you know what yeah, I mean. Like and we were only just started. So performing many in the people last year. did their first performance. So with like, us. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been pretty exciting. Yeah, no, most definitely, man. And uh, WW, I actually want to ask this question all right here. So, how did you get signed at the like label itself? Well, it's not really like a signing. Like we all kind of it's like a collective. So like we all just you know what I'm saying we had the same like they said same mind, same drive, same passion. So. We all just came together and we all seen each other like what each other want. Yeah. We just helped I invited each other. him to come out to the birthday. I was like, yeah. yo, just come link up, just c- turn up. Like, yo, just, just come out to the club. Let's just turn lit. up. And, and we were like, yo, what happened? Sick. Yeah. That was it. And it's just family vibes from there. Yeah, most definitely. And you know, I want to know more about like the name and all that. So it's called a uh, new Lug- uh, new legends uh, music group. So yeah. tell right. me more about like how you guys uh, got that name and like what the brand like means to you in that sense. Uh, it started off with like a kind of like a different name that was kind of in a sense like paying homage to the way that we all met yeah and we were going with like uh like legends of the fame type stuff and then we kind of changed it around moved it around to something a bit more like business minded and stuff so we went new legends music group and then you know what i'm saying we figured that way it could be like so many different things that could go for us it could go for the business name itself you know what i mean and it all which it really works out kind of it was all name. encompassing yeah, yeah yeah and it really just really just stuck out when we said it we we're like yeah this just sounds like this is it. Yeah, yeah. We said the name, and then it took like a couple of days. I had the idea. I put the bread behind it. And we got the logo made, and that was it. We were off. And then it was put in <laughs> verses, and then we started putting in collaborations. Oh music, yeah, bro. We started dropping it. the NLMG bars in the tracks, like left, right, center, <laughs> crazy going off, man. No, most definitely, guys. And I know that you've already spoke about this like briefly, like hosting shows, doing showcases. You know, more more so like working with the music and all that. But what have you got? Like, what have you guys done? Like for the la- for the collective to like take it to like the next uh, level for people to see it like in a worldwide sense. I mean, we've done some like decent openings. You know, what I'm saying like I mentioned Ronnie earlier is like an inspiration from early. Like we got the chance to open up for him in August. Yeah, we get we to did, open up uh, for him again. It was supposed to happen just we're, now. We're Slow waiting to get on to the next road show. You know we're there though, but um, yeah. we also got an opportunity to uh, open up for Ready Rock D. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, we've worked with a decent couple of people in the city that have, you know what I'm saying, a name for themselves, including uh, Century Sam. Um, right now we're doing some stuff and working with uh, Spitty on some stuff and stuff like that. Um, 
Shit, there's a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Daddy Rambo, he came yeah. out to one of our events. He like held it down. It was, a, it was yeah, super yeah, lit. Um, shout out to Tara Lord. She came and blessed the stage at one of our events. Um, yeah, there's so many people that we've kind of touched base with and interacted with. Yeah, just we've met a lot of people, man. I've yeah. had the chance to meet like Prince Don recently through, um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, same thing, like Team Real Estate that we mentioned earlier. Got a chance to meet him through her, Smiley, like a couple people, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you really got to put this NLMG thing, you know what I'm saying? I met DJ Despair recently. Like, if you don't know who that is, I shit, you got to look him up, man. He's honestly behind, like, a lot of artists in the city. And for him to tell me that he knew who the movement was and who we were, you know what I'm saying, what we were, that, that was crazy. Oh, most definitely, man. And, you know, it's uh, very interesting to see, too, because, you know, having, like, MK on here and him telling his story about, like, the whole collective and, like, its story right there, it's, like, very interesting to see and all that. And, you know, you guys are also, like, a part of, like, that whole community, too, so... What have you guys, like, also done, like, even, like, outside of, like, the whole shows and, like, concerts? Like, what have you guys uh, done, like, more so, like, you know, community-wise? Um, community-wise, we've done a couple of charity events, like, just trying to uh, make sure to come out and support the event. You know what I'm saying? Shout-out to Keep Six Org. Um, mm-hmm. we, yeah, we got it. We, we're involved in the music programs, like, certain music programs and stuff like that. Um, I mean, outside in the community, we're connecting artists with, a lot of management teams that have been connected with us and we're trying to help everybody in that sense as well, right? So like anything that you need to push your music career forward, we're trying to establish a ground where you can, you know, like mm-hmm. a stepping yeah. stepping stones as to where it is to follow the path to make sh- certain things happen for yourself. Because when we started doing it, we really didn't know what the hell to do and we really didn't know where it is that we were going and there wasn't a direction, you know what I'm saying? So us building a direction that was outside of what it is that we knew and what it is that we saw was really the major goal, right? And then providing that opportunity to outside individuals as many times as possible. So, yeah. Putting on for the city. I mean, shoot, we mm-hmm. built a whole Discord. Do we have the Discord that's popping, you know what I'm saying? You can get in contact with us about the Discord or whatever. Yeah, we hit 100 people got, in our Discord community super quick. Yeah, we got a lot of resources and stuff like that, right down from, like, grants and stuff like that that we resource, uh, we researched on how to get and um, acquire. If you want to make a doll for yourself or action figure or whatever, we got yeah, all we that got, information. We got everything. You want any resource you need? That, yeah, yeah like, we went ape shit with it. If you need any type of consulting, <laughs> man, you yeah. need to know how to do anything for yourself where we just talk to us we got you yeah 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 i want to make a quick shout out to my boy jamie too you know what i'm saying 420 levitate on instagram he's the one that did the logo for us and stuff so he's actually he's you a know, genius on the graphics he's a genius on the graphics mm-hmm. and he does his damn thing so you know what i'm saying make sure to look out for him where he's doing it yeah no, most definitely i know this isn't like on the questions uh but um how did you uh, guys get your stage names in that sense uh, shit i went through a couple of different names i had uh I really started off as like True King Wavy, so that was like a. I just randomly made that my gram and my gamer tag one day when I was like grade nine, ten. So I had a group thing I made with a couple of my homies. I changed it to like YVM, YVM Wavy, and then I went back and I rebranded it to my own solo thing. I went back with just True and I put a seven, and that's it. For me, uh, Ghost has been my name since I was in grade like six seven because i used to pop in and out of school real quick and uh, go home for lunch and then when i would pop back nobody would really notice when i was gone or some shit so they were like oh you move like a ghost as for the connoisseur part of it um i have a separate business that's called kush connoisseur okay. club <laughs> you know what I'm saying? i have a separate business well, that's called kush, kush connoisseur guy. club it's uh it's a clothing line and a brand you know what i'm saying well, there was a we also have uh, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just like the logo for the camera. So right, yeah. right, right. But like, yeah, it's uh, it's Kush Connoisseur Club. It's a clothing line, a brand. Um, 
we do multiple things within the brand. And uh, that's really where the connoisseur came from. It's the business, you know what I'm saying? So Ghost is the name, connoisseur is the business. Yeah, man. And shit, my name's been Lowry from birth. It's actually my last name. And the WW comes from, I'm not even going to lie, just, I used to play COD, and I used to have this, like, regiment. Yeah. You know what a regiment is in COD? And it's like, your gamer tag pops up, and it's just WW, and it was for the bad Wi-Fi, for everyone who had bad, bad Wi-Fi. It's like, yo, you're connected to the Wendy's Wi-Fi? <laughs> I'm trying to change it off of that. Like, I'm trying to make it Wendy's WW, Wi-Fi. Wendy's Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. So Wendy's you got bad Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. you're WW, you know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to change it to, like, worldwide or, you know, some yeah. next stuff. But that's where I got it. So you pronounce it as like Wendy's. Dub Dub uh, Lowry or just WW Lowry? Just WW Lowry. Oh, true, true. All right, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you guys want to talk your shit like on here and all that. So how do you guys feel about the Toronto music scene now, right now? Trash. Just kidding. <laughs> Better since we stepped in, you know what I mean? What you mean? Uh, yeah. Until we stepped in. We're trying in. to make our noise in the Toronto uh, scene. Nah, but um, there is uh, there's a lot of people move like gatekeepers in the within the industry and within the situation, and it's it's very disgusting to see how some people move. Um, there's a lot of people who move like vultures within this I- industry and stuff like that, and it's also disgusting to see how they move. Um, Shout out to the videographers who are out here doing their thing and really supporting the artists in a proper way, in a proper fashion. You know what I'm saying? Because out here paying, artists are out here paying more for a music video than a wedding video. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm about to hire some of you photographers and shit like that for a wedding video you guys show up and it's gonna be a music tape so like watch out you know what I'm saying like be careful I'm not video, playing eh? yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying? everybody's gonna be in suits you're gonna be like alright where's the bride nah she's not showing up fam like <laughs> this is a whole next hey, camera. we're getting some b-roll right now <laughs> nah but for real though like um a a microphone. <laughs> being an artist is a very difficult thing um making money off of streams is a very difficult thing um also Merchandise, making money off of merchandise is a very difficult thing. So the way that people try to vulture off of what it is that we got going on and what we're trying to do and trying to get out of working our nine to fives and, you know what I'm saying, build a life for our families and shit like that. But like, like I said, music industry right now is trash, but we're trying to fix that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you said, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things going on, like, you know what I'm saying? That's not really too like sick with it right now but there's a lot of talented artists you know what i'm saying the game itself is super saturated you know i mean there's good artists there's bad artists there's artists that aren't shit but they know how to get their stuff heard and you know what i'm saying so for yeah. that fact alone yeah, they're just, gonna get further than artists that are talented and don't have no yeah, direction you know what i mean so like having a sense about yourself is looking up things it doesn't take long just to look some stuff up you know what i mean so if you're an artist bro just look some things up that you need to know you don't gotta just ask people and find people to pay just look some shit up practice on some stuff, get your shit out there. You know what I mean? I mean, if you really want somebody to pay, I do consultations, two-hour sessions, $120. Let me know. Link up. (laughs) Quick plug. Quick plug. (laughs) Yeah, we do. All I got to say is it's shady. It's super shady everywhere. Super shady. I know what you mean. You know, more so on the videographer uh, situation, too, because I've heard the same thing from videographers you know, be complaining about, like, how artists, like, are paying, like, less and less, you know, for the video stuff and all that. So Cow. it's pretty, like, interesting, uh, too. Like, I, I don't know if you know, like, <laughs> the David Cow. Del Rosario situation where he wanted to quit vi- videography because of, like, the stuff that these, like, artists are saying, too, like, yeah. about, you know, doing it for the free skis and all that. <laughs> so Yeah, but it's I mean, not shit. even about doing it for the free. Like, if you find yourself an artist who you're down to dedicate yourself to and work with, like, 
bro, for example, me, I'm down to give you a portion of what it is that I make on a on a record. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can do a breakdown or a deal in something like that. You know what I mean? Where it is that we're making money together forever. But certain people don't want to have those conversations, and I don't know why, but, like, hey, whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, that aside, though, like, you definitely got to be able to get your change at the end of the day. But, like, I'd say aside from people, like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's stingy. There's definitely stingy people on both sides. There's artists that want to move stingy. There's cameramen that want to move stingy. You know what I'm saying? There's everything. But, like, same like you said, if there's people that, you know what I'm saying, if you can tap in, you can you can get a sense of how the person's going to move with you once, honestly, especially if you have, like, a face-to-face with them, you can kind of get a sense of if they're how they're feeling, if they're trying to be a dickhead with you or not. Like, and you can be like, all right, cool. Here's a little change. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to make their bread. And then, bottom like you said, give them a credit. You know what I mean? Yo, shit, then put, your, put the money on Google Ads, bro. Get your shit, get it. Then you get some streams on the video anyway. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Like, the money runs up together, we make bread together, we break bread together, we're eating together, you know what I'm saying? You know what we I'm sit saying? down yeah. at the table and but we we're not. But we are not calling videographers, you know what I'm saying, wrong for asking for bread for their videos. No, definitely not. Get, get your bread, get your bread, value yourself, value your work, you know what I mean, and do your thing. Yeah, but just remember that people are out here. It's a hard game. We're all trying to make bread together. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know what it is that you're doing when you ask somebody what you're asking them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, <laughs> so we just have these uh, last two questions uh, right here. So for all three of you guys uh, right here, uh, what are your free song, song recommendations from like your catalog that you'd recommend to people who haven't heard about you before or that would like to, mo- to know more about you? Shit, I have to say the one I just dropped. It's called Hey When It Rains, featuring this guy right here. Yeah, Hey When It Rains and for sure. You just dropped a show. video. It's on the NLMG page. That's my recommendation. Uh, second, probably LV Jacket featuring V-Lone. That's another one of our boys. That's another recommendation. And then for a solo, I'd say just anything on my tape, my EP, my solo tape. I put my heart into that, and it took me a while to, you know, drop it and put it all together. And then it got messed up when I dropped it, so, yeah. Most definitely. Uh, for myself... One track that a lot of people enjoy, Summertime, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely Jeez. something that you should check out. Oh, that it's always stuff. a good song, you know what I'm saying? It, it's good vibes, it's positive energy. Um, obviously, any of the songs off the recent tapes, you know what I'm saying? Can't Be Blinded by the Fame or uh, See No Evil. And uh, we got the Speak No Evil dropping on March 17th. So, you know what I'm saying? Make sure to watch out for all the tracks on there, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, I say, hey, when it rains, like he said, for sure, it's going to reiterate that one. And then other than that, slapper. shit, uh, my single drink, you know what I mean? That was all right, you know what I'm saying? What's in the cup? Got drink in it, you know what I mean? Uh, and then uh, I said my track, Love Me, is like a little smooth, uh, you know what I'm saying? A little smooth vibe. And then, yeah, it's probably it. That's definitely. And uh, what's uh, next uh, for you guys? And uh, where can people follow you, like on social media? Shit. Atlanta, baby. Amy. Yeah, I'm actually promo, you know what I'm saying? We're going to Atlanta. We're doing some music shit out there. We're doing a show. Me and uh, Villa and True. We're all going out there. And we're going to do our shit. We're going to network. Do our thing. That's in like two weeks or so. But other than that, like for the rest of the year, I'm just going to try to get some music videos out. Really like put my image out there. Rather than just like my voice and some audio. You're going to see a whole lot of us stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yo, the catalog's dropping pretty much, you know what I'm saying? I got the Pandora's Box album that's featuring pretty much everybody on the NLMG group, you know what I'm saying? So hours been spent on those songs. Yeah, hours have been spent on those songs, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Sleepless nights have been spent on those songs. So that's something to look out for. That's going to be dropping early before summer. And then I got one that I'm working on that's going to be my solo project, uh, Beware the Bad Guy. 
So, you know what I'm saying? Make sure to look out for that one, too. Yeah, man. We don't have two studio setups in, like, the rooms back-to-back next to each other, just cooking twice at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we on on go mode, we on double mode. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's NLMG season, man. All season, every season, all year. You know what I mean? That's it. Look out. We coming for your spot. Trust me. All right, most definitely, guys. You know, thank you uh, for coming by. You know, we got to bring the next free here, and... You know, it's a pleasure uh, tapping in either way. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you. You're same as The next free, come on by, you know. And uh, we're back. So we have uh, two new guests as well from the NLMG camp, you know, new new legends of music groups. So guys, just state your names and all that. Hi, I go by Villa, and that's V exclamation point L-L-A-H. And I go by Green Beans. All right, most definitely. And WW's uh, back as well, too, just like for the filler yeah, sure. background, but it's dope either way, you know? Sure so. Listen. <laughs> so I want to ask the, both of you, so uh, where did you guys uh, grow up, and like, what was it like for you like when the Toronto music scene came up, and were there like any like influences around you? So I grew up in Mississauga, so in Saga City, Clarkson specifically, and I actually, um, when Honey Cocaine was actually up and, you know, here in the city and all of that, making noise, I actually was looking up to her. And there's one point where I actually made a line where I said, I'm the Honey Cocaine of CLK, which was from Clarkson. And that's kind of where I kind of got that. It was really nice to see that influence, to see that Asian rapper, you know. Um, But yeah. Me, I grew up in Brampton, just like Lowry and Goals. And as for this music scene in Toronto, I haven't paid too much attention to it. It wasn't until, like, high school where guys like Roni, Buck, you know, Bogues, those guys were starting to come up, like, the real top dogs of the underground. Pull up in that black challenge. Yeah, <laughs> yo, that song. That was a track for months. <laughs> And, uh, like, what were, like, your musical backgrounds and history like? And uh, what made you decide on, like, taking, you like, your music to, like, the next level, like, in that sense? Um, well, I actually, uh, I'm Filipino, so I grew up in a household with a lot of karaoke. So that was something that was really heavily influenced, especially when I was five years old. And my parents uh, getting me to perform in front of family, relatives, and even strangers. So that was kind of the push from my parents. But I also grew in the love of poetry. And poetry then had led on to me writing my own raps to then, um, then finally, you know, being with a bunch of guys who are rapping as well, then getting me to finally, you know, get get out there and show the confidence that I can also do this too. And because it is a male dominated industry, so. As for me, it was kind of like the other guys. I just started off listening to a lot of music. My whole upbringing was always filled with music, playing my headphones on the TV or something on a laptop. But then I had a, one to like interactions within the industry here and there like i did a we wrote a song when i was in grade five for this big um i don't know how to put it it was like an awareness thing for sexism racism all of that did a concert that was my first ever performance technically and then growing up after that i got into making some dubstep and it was until i reached college where i was like all right let me start making my own music. Nah, most definitely. And um, like I know that you said like your main influence like, was like Honey Cocaine at the time too. Like when like listening to music too. But uh, like in terms of your creative growth, like in terms of like you know 
becoming like the artist that you are today. What were like your musical history? No, <laughs> who were your artists or genres that you mainly like were influenced uh, by, like in terms of your musical career? And who would you like to work with someday? Well, I was very heavily influenced by the 2000s era with R&B and hip hop. And a lot of influences that I'm really heavily with is Eve, Missy Elliott, uh, Lauren Hill, even Nicki Minaj, I would say, you know, I like her. I like her cadence. I like her confidence. And same with Cardi B when she comes out with these bangers and all of that. I want to also be in that. But I really just like the era of 2000s where, again, Missy Elliott was doing both the rap and the dance and, you know, the R&B and, and collaborating with other queens like Sierra, you know, with One Two Step. That was definitely something that I was super, like, heavily influenced by. And um, I definitely want to bring that kind of style back. I want to bring that sound back as well. For me, I'd say I draw a lot of my... I do get some influence from the R&B era because... That's what I grew up on. Before I started listening to rap, it was all R&B. And then I get some techno in there because, like I said, I made those dubstep beats, so it's hard to just throw that away. And a little bit of blues on some sad boy Gotta stuff. Gotta have the blues. Gotta yeah. have the blues. What's up, Lee? And how did you two join, like, the collective in that sense? So um, both of us actually were there at the very first show where we all met and did the meet and greet. And yeah. it was... It's pretty awesome because then I remember meeting Green Beans yeah, and I was like, first what? person I met. Yeah, it was the first, <laughs> yeah. It was the first people um, that I was meeting in this group and little did we know that it would ever turn out to be like this. But again, because we were all very like-minded and had that similar foundation of where we all kind of started, that's, that's where it kind of grew and evolved. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the same thing. I can't <laughs> say much. It's the same <laughs> day, same right time, there, same, same performance. <laughs> And you're like the only like female like rapper in the collective, right? Or yeah, I I mean as as of right now, yeah. I oh. mean I definitely am like part of the core foundation. Um, especially me being involved in this kind of group, it was something where I also had to you know take maybe a step back, but also like listen out and hear what this was going to be about. And again, because it is a male dominated industry, yeah. um, so it was it was again very it was very nice to have that support, um, especially with the hip hop. Most definitely. And, you know, more so it's just kind of like, you know, working hard to be at the same level like, as them, too, because I know like in many cases with showcases and everything like that, like a lot of people from different backgrounds and different cultures, you know, would have to like step up to prove like in that sense, too. So mm -hmm. have you ever felt like it was like something that you had to prove or? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is definitely an answer <laughs> I would love to. Um, because all my life I felt that I had to always prove people wrong in a sense where, again, I'm, I'm small, I'm tiny, but I'm mighty. So it's one of those things where it didn't matter if it was in the school sport, um, a new job, and even just interacting and meeting these people in the music industry, I always felt the need to have to prove it. And I can, and I'm not, per, I'm not I am not a person that would uh, like to say these things. I would like to prove it in action, and I would like to show you. And that's where I get that element of surprise that people, again, are shocked with where they thought that I was going to sing but instead I came to rap and I uh, came to show my skills and that's where kind of where I got the respect from all the guys too and they you know decided they're like let's you know let's bring Villa on board right so that was a lot of respect in that sense Holy. sometimes first the mandem gotta prove it when she hops on the track sometimes the mandem yeah. gotta come <laughs> first time that's how it was Ooh, nah, she did her performance man. before me and I <laughs> 
I was right Mans after her. Shy, they're like, like yo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely, guys. And, you know, what does, like, the brand and, like, name uh, mean to you, like, in that sense, too? It's family. It's the business. It's the collective. It's it's what it Everything. is. Like, NLMG's for life. Got it tatted on me. You know, it is. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a family. It's, um, we're the crew. We're a team. And, you know, like, if, the only way we're really going to get there is to be, you know, like this and be a team and really bring each other, bring yeah. each other's, like, you know, strengths up and, you know, challenge each other and just grow and evolve. Oh, most definitely. What were, like, some things that, like, NLMG had done to take you guys to, like, the next level, like, in terms of bringing it on, like, an international, like, scale, like, in that sense? Well, um, I would say... Last year was definitely a push for for um, for live performances and just getting yourself out there. So it was we were definitely putting like a lot of hours and time into this and we would come back to work feeling like a zombie and have sleepless nights. But um, we pushed it to a scale where, um, you know, I've gotten noticed by other people people as well where I've gotten shows alone and where I've been able to bring opportunities as well and bring the team on my set and have collaboration and kind of put a name for that and show that again again it is a female I mean it's sorry a male dominated industry so it's hard to kind of you never really see that much of whatever we're doing but you know if you ever see the Fugees with Lauren Hill you see Young Money with Nicki Minaj they have a strong queen that is part of their team that you know helps carry it helps both you know both sides both ends oh yeah yeah man like we like the other guy said before we just keep working like last year it was only maybe six months before the year ended and we just had people hitting us up like we'd go places that we just walked in for the first time and have a couple people like yeah we saw you on the internet saw what you guys have been doing so it's that's just kind of the push we've been doing. Just keep getting our names out there in whatever way, shape, form, or fashion we can. Yeah. Be it performances, podcasts, like online we're doing right pre- now. Uh, yeah. Online presence, all of yeah. that. Yeah. Social media. Yeah, no, most definitely. And I did, like, notice the rise, too, like, as we spoke before with you, with Rue, with Connoisseur and all that. So it's, like, very interesting, uh, too, like, in that sense. And, you know, like, this is actually, like, the first time, like, in the podcast, I just want to say this, that I've actually interviewed up to, like, you know, more than, like, four people and all that. So, like, I had, like, this one interview back in, like, 2021 where I just only interviewed, like, four people. Mm-hmm. You guys broke the record, like, with the yeah. amount of people I, yeah. like, interviewed. So Appreciate it's, to be a part like, of that. Yeah, man. Like New that. record, you know, legendary either way. You know? It's also so, our first mm-hmm. podcast. So oh, as true. a group, as and a shit. team, yeah, oh, yeah, so. definitely, guys. And you know, like I think I've already asked this uh, before with everyone else too. So I want to ask like the other questions as well too. So how do you two feel about like the Toronto music scene uh, right now? Do you feel that there should be some changes on the direction of where the scene should go to, or do you feel like it's find the way it is? It super needs a change. <laughs> it super needs a change. I was before we all met. I was sat, sitting there by myself for a second, and I'm like. I saw that Pressa was going like international in a sense where he was getting traction in the U.S. and more people are starting to listen. I'm like, Toronto needs more of that because there's so much talent in the city, but not enough people are breaking that threshold, and that's a problem. It's, yeah. it's just because of the love. There's no love. Yeah. 
the love only comes once you make it there you know yeah once you break the threshold on your own that's when the city wants to start supporting you but and they the support to needs to be in. there before mm-hmm. no one knows about the grind <laughs> i mean yeah i feel like at least collaboration um within the city is pretty much i would say needed because Again, we have the talent here. It's crazy not to use the talent that we have. So that goes for producers, engineers, to, you know, singers, musicians, all of that. Like, make a whole, like, I would, work like, together. yeah, work together and show what Toronto can do and what the city can bring, because we really do have it. Most mm-hmm. definitely. And, you know, even with, like, stuff like with Keeps it Solid, like, hosting the Clubhouse series, you know, DJ Academics, doing, like, the rapper interviews and, like, with Rolling Loud and everything else, too. Do you feel that there should be more, or is it like already showcasing that light in that sense too? Sorry, do you mind repeating them one more time? Um, so like you know, in the past, you know, like years and so on, all that. I mean, we've had uh, Rolling Loud here. Oh yeah. We have had yes. Keep Six Solid, you know, doing the whole Clubhouse series with all the other rappers, and then academics like interviewing like a lot of like Toronto artists mm-hmm. too. So do you feel like those showcases like kind of like help Toronto like in a way too with the art with the music scene, or do you feel that there should be like a little bit more? They I mean, help, yeah, but there definitely still needs to be more because, yeah. I mean, the Rolling Loud one was good, but how many Toronto artists really were put on that, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know too much about the academic things, but, or the Keep Six one, but I still, that's a problem right there in itself that I don't know that much. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. Right? We need, if there are things like that, more, it needs to get out there for the artists can hear about it more. Just, bigger platform is what we need yeah no, most definitely and you know i want to get more into like your stage names in that sense too so how did you get the name green bee green bean and then how did you get your name uh, villa by any chance so um i actually was young villa at the time in 2019 but um that's growth but <laughs> from young villa to villa but when it's spelled it's actually all in caps and that's v exclamation point l l a h to emphasis that it is in caps and it's um, but the way how I do, uh, I just find that this name had really resonate with me because um, my last name was actually Villa Corda, so I that's where the villa kind of came in. But the a, but the H on the end gave more emphasis. And this was too prior prior to this. I was also visualizing and thinking about how people are gonna chant my name when I'm on stage. Is, is it gonna sound like Villa? Villa. So that was one thing that I had to look at in a business standpoint, just to make sure that that was my brand and that was the the new change to Villa. I wish I thought about that. <laughs> my name is probably one of the hardest names to use as an artist, <laughs> in my personal opinion, because I'd be fighting with actual food to be searched up. At least on YouTube, <laughs> on Google, you know? You, you search me up, you, see a plate. you say <laughs> food and recipes. But... <laughs> I went with the name not really thinking about the business aspects or all of that because originally I got the name Beans in high school just from doing some dumb stuff, but it stuck and I liked it. And then I tossed in the green there because it's my favorite color and I'm always rocking green. So it's one of those things where I'm like, people are going to, one, people know me, don't know me, don't know the name. But other than that, yeah. Most definitely. And, you know, like, just getting back onto the whole, like, uh, Toronto scene right now, like, I know for you, like, you know, being, like, a female artist, like, in the city, there's, like, a lot of, like, situations that do tend to happen as well, too, like, with how people tend to talk more about, like, with female artists, like, too. So how do you even, like, feel, like, in that sense, too, for female artists, like, in the city uh, right now, just with, like, everything going on? 
I mean, um, I remember meeting uh, this one person who really kind of checked me in a sense of just hearing real raw truth and knowing how to take the criticism and how to use that and fuel it to be better. And um, But I find that for me being a female in the, the group uh, and just in this industry alone, it I do feel that I have to work 10 times harder regardless just because, you know, I may not get the kind of relationships that I would get than, you know, maybe the guys have. Uh, but um, but I want to say shout out, though, to Honey Jam because I was a part of it last year, and that is an actual thing for the city that, uh, not just for the city, but Canada as a whole, uh, but it was a all-female showcase. So it was really cool that there was something in, in the city at El Macombo. Uh, that's where we performed, and uh, it was just a lineup of all amazing female artists, and I was actually the only hip-hop artist, but, um, but just to bless that stage with a bunch of other females was really great, and that was great to see that there is something like that. No, oh, most definitely not. That's actually, like, amazing to hear and all that, too. And, you know, like, I also, like, found out your name a little bit because you were doing, like, the Wheel of Hip Hop showcase as well, too? Yes, so correct. So how, yes. how was that like, actually? Um, It was great, and um, that actually kind of uh, bounces back with Honey Jam again. And shout-out to Ebony Rowe because she actually got me the opportunity to get interviewed with uh, We Love Hip Hop Network prior to Honey Jam uh, just because I was the only hip-hop artists on that set but um but then it was crazy to see how all that kind of went to a full circle where um I was doing a lot of performances and I went to OBJX and that's where I met the um to be fame later and they were also um uh, they were also a company that was running events and that was in partnership with We Love Hip Hop Network so it was really cool how that full circle kind of came around and I was just grateful for that and um you know, and I look forward to more and see where it kind of goes. But yeah, it was nah. a great opportunity. It was really nice. Nah, most definitely. Like, you know, you got to support, like, either way, too, you know. So, I mean, you know, for you two right now, because we've already spoke with, like, on, like, the song recommendations, too. So what are your, like, free song recommendations that you could explain, like, more so, like, in your catalog that you would recommend to people who've never heard about you before or people that would like to know more about you? you can go. Well, um, for a fact, I only have one single out. But um, I've built a whole presence with, within myself. And uh, when I do perform, people do recognize these songs, either because they've seen me multiple times or, you know, I've kind of put it in their face. But Cavity is one, and that's kind of like my entrance of who I am as a person. And um, it's a little bit more upbeat. But there's also another track that I have um, as a solo that I'm going to drop, and it's a fun-size anthem. And I'm, and I'm shouting it out to all the fun-size girls just like me, you know, um, I want to do that kind of anthem yeah. for the females, yeah. right? So uh, that's something I want to also be draw <laughs> dropping out. And, and then I also have another track with uh, Lowry, and that's a, a track called Crisscross that we're going to be performing at Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That's a straight basketball. And also, <laughs> sorry, Top Down was also another track <laughs> that I have with Connoisseur Ghost because it actually does chant NLMG, NLMG, please do not mess with the it's team. It's like a super and, team track. And yeah. Yeah, it's a, March 17th. Yeah, yeah, and it's dropping March 17th. But that was also a song that had actually gone around on the internet where people would tell me, oh, when is that song dropping off or dropping or, you know, mm -hmm. NLMG, NLMG, because they, they've seen it before me and then, you know, they 
they have that conversation to talk to me about it. So, mm-hmm. those tracks. Sorry. <laughs> As for me, oh shit, I put a lot of thought. I try to put some thought into it. I'd say the first one would be "Hurt Over You" off my first released album, my second made album, but first one I actually released. It's more of a. It's like the intro to my love songs, heartbreak songs. You know, it's talked about a lot of just what I was going in with relationships at the time. And then the second song I'd recommend is Pasta because that's one of my most hyped songs right now. It's actually a remake. (laughs) I dropped it earlier, but I didn't drop it with the energy I wanted to drop it with. So when I did it last year, I put in all that energy and the results are great. (laughs) And the final song I'd recommend would be Love Shots off of my Heartbreak Season album. All right, no, nah, most definitely. Now nah, we gotta gotta like tap it into like I'll put that on Spotify uh, playlist like uh, once I get back home and all that, you know. So mm-hmm. either way, uh, but like I know like you guys are gonna be going to Atlanta soon and all that. I guess you know you guys already talked about it too. But what's uh, next for the two of you uh, right now in terms of like other stuff uh, going on? Well, for me, I'm really gonna focus on fan base this year. I'm definitely going to, you know, be a more personal touch and really appreciate the fans out there because, again, without the fans, you know, the artist wouldn't be the artist. And, you know, that's why I feel like we have to kind of, like, give a little bit of, you know, love for them and, you know, shout them out. Um, But also, I would love to take my whole brand into a whole business level where I'm able to sell my merch and sell little things that I could, you know, give away. And once I do get that stuff, it's, you know, keep the the ball rolling and it's going to keep going up from here. It's going to be a villa storm. (laughs) (laughs) As for me, I'm looking into expanding, like, Expanding my reach, performance-wise. Right now, we've been mainly performing in Toronto, which is cool and all, but, you know, the city's hard. Mm-hmm. And every all the fans are always outside your city, right? Like So we're pushing towards the East End right now, like Whitby, Oshawa, trying to get out there. I got to shout out T.O.G. because he's really been a forefront in that movement. Shout out Shiesty, man. Yeah, Shiesty. And then even the West End, like Hamilton area, trying to get there. Then personally, I'm trying to put out more uh, visual content, you know, music videos, stuff like that. So my internet outreach is better. Cause fighting with food, man. Either way, you know. Fighting with the green beans. True, true. All right. I mean, this has been like a legendary interview slash podcast too. Like, you know, new world record either way too. Like with more than like four people, five people like in that yeah. way too. So I'll definitely like Shit, remember that too. Six. So yeah, no, nah, most definitely. And you got to tap in with the group either way with any music releases, any shows coming up, you know, follow their page and all that. NLMG dot promo you know you got to follow that uh, from there follow all of the artists like that were interviewed on here like tap them in as well too and you know check out the stuff and all that and you know this is josh also known as yeshu of episode 27 of tiloi talks you could see this like once it gets released too on all platforms Mm -hmm. youtube spotify apple Podcasts, buzzsprout you name it too you know like wherever you can get your podcast you know like tap that in mm-hmm. also like you, if you could give it a review like it'll be good either way too you know and you know more coming for everyone like throughout the way to more music more everything like that mm-hmm. you know you'll definitely get like the socials like once you see it like on like the podcast and everything like that and yeah it's gonna mm-hmm. be up from there either way too you know so this is josh also known as yashu 
of episode 27 of TLOI Talks, the legendary one. Signing off, man. And I'm Gigi. You're. 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 <laughs> <laughs>